Yes, people, it's episode 208 of Griff's Brain Dump, and it's me, Griff, obviously. How you doing? It's Sunday. It's snowing. Oh, my God, it's snowing. Um, yeah, have you been outside in the snow? Not me. Of course not. Do what? It's good snow, because I don't have to go outside. Don't need to drive anywhere, so I appreciate the snow. But, um, but it's just terrible, isn't it? It's crap weather. You remember when you was younger and you just get so hyped up that it was snowing? You just run outside. You call your mates, text them. Snow fight, if you wonder if it's going to be a snow day at school. For some reason, I never knew when that was going to happen, when you could get a day off school. Like, I, I think that, yeah, parents had to either call the school or then parents who are friends get a call. But like, I don't know how I end up knowing. I think, do what? I realised it was local radio. Local radio, 1017 was the local radio station in Harlow. And you'd hear them going, schools that are off, Bridge Grove. At least all the schools and then your school always felt like it was last in the list. Or sometimes it'd be a madness, like five of the schools will be off, then one school will be on. It'd be nuts. As soon as you find that school was off, you just put on two different tracksuits, you get your gloves on, you go and meet in the town park, and it's a massive inter-school, cross-town snowball fight where someone's going to get clarted in the face of a snowball. I remember uh, throwing a snowball in this girl's face um, who... Essentially what happened is I had this, I built this perfectly round snowball um, and I was running around with it in my hand for about 15 to 20 minutes. And if you don't know what happens if you make a perfectly round snowball and hold it in your hand for 15 to 20 minutes, it tends to solidify. <laughs> and I, I launched this snowball. Uh, she felt like I threw it from point black rage. It wasn't. It was just such a rocket arm throw. But it's like being hit in the face of a tennis ball. Not quite a cricket ball, because it did break. Uh, but it did. It didn't break on impact. I give her that. It kind of broke as it came off her head and then broke on the floor. Um, it, yeah, you know, like how snowballs where they just kind of disintegrate into your face when it hits you. <laughs> on this one. But she's alright. She's still got ice. Um, but. That is that was snow day was like back in the day. Snow day, man. Snow days. But yeah, now, now we're indoors. Um, you enjoy that from a distance. And that's it. I remember hearing my mum's uh, story of her first time through experiencing snow, which I found amazing. Obviously, being a Jamaican lady, moving to South London, or well, lady kid who was fifteen, and she said it was snowing outside. She moved in the September. It was snowing outside and she got so excited. She just ran outside. She didn't know where it was, just ran outside, like in shorts. <laughs> and realised, like, la, Jesus, we it's cool. We, we it's cool. And she, just, she went back inside and got the appropriate clothes on, then went back outside. I imagine that must have been flipping magical seeing snow for the first time. Absolutely magical. I guess that's why we love snow so much in this country, because maybe our first experience of snow is that kind of wonderment. It's like the first time you see your parents kind of go, oh, it's snowing. And you know what I mean? So then you're like, oh, right, this is something that we go, ah. So man, if your first experience of snow is like your dad's just screaming at his car, <laughs> then your experience of snow is like, oh, this, this shit's traumatic. I don't know. I know, man. But what's been going on in the world uh, this week? Not much. I think there's another strain. Is there Kent strain of the virus now? Which, yeah, you know, he can't keep up. I uh, saw Dr. Hillary 
line on Good Morning Britain talking about the risks of the vaccine. They had like the guy from Pimlico Plumbers, some woman who's like the head of a HR consultancy firm, Dr. Hillary, and then the presenters, uh, what's their names? You know, Piers and Susanna. And anyway, this woman was going, I'm not taking the vaccine. She's not an anti-vaxxer because I'm not taking the vaccine because of the significant health risks. No, and she was saying, Sneemah health, well, she didn't say Sneemah health risks, so that's me added that. She goes that, one, the vaccine doesn't actually stop you from recatching the virus. And two, doesn't say anything about fertility. And Dr. Hillary's response to that was, well, actually, all the guys tried to cut her off, like, say, you're chatting nonsense, and Susanna took a step in and go, no, that's a valid point. Dr. Hillary, what do you say about that? And he goes, there is no hypothetical uh, evidence that this vaccine affects fertility. There's no hypothetical evidence. And then she goes, and then she, the woman kind of goes, no, so you say that you know that it hasn't actually been tested. It hasn't actually been tested. And then he goes, so you can't say it's this way or that way. And then he goes, yes, there's insufficient data. And then she goes, that's my point. I was like, how did no one else see that? And they still tried to go, ah, shut up, love. You're an anti-vaxxer. It's like, no. There's reasons to have legitimate concerns about it. And people can't answer that at the moment. I mean, they're still on the government website, right? Don't take it if you're pregnant, trying, breastfeeding. So I guess technically that isn't infertility. That's to do with pregnancy. Like most drugs you can't take when you're pregnant. But um, but still, it's still like a, it's a blank space. And there's one funny thing when we talk about fertility. We always talk about from a female perspective, having kids and stuff. Like, it's like... It doesn't really seem to ever be a thing to advertise to guys that this may stop your balls from working. <laughs> you know what I mean, if we didn't make infertility a female issue and we started saying, guys, this is going to stop your balls from working. Guys, are like, stop this now. Stop it now. Stop it now. Even if you don't want kids, you'll be like, stop it now. You ain't stopping my balls from working. All right. I know. Same, man. But what has been going on in the world? What has been going on? Um, what have been. I've been doing my thing where I've just been lurking on the internet. I haven't been involved in myself in any conversations. Um, haven't been liking anything. And I'm telling you, Facebook is struggling. The things they're suggesting to me and giving me as notifications, I'm like, I am not interested in that at all. I think they know when you, you know, your, your eyes, you know, your screen time on certain images, but they can't work me out because I'm just dipping into these kind of groups reading the conversations, laughing at the banter, but not actually expressing that I'm laughing at it. Just, whatever, move on. Yeah, whatever, move on. Not liking. I mean, one thing I've been liking, though, well, I didn't actually click like, but I've been laughing my head off. If you haven't checked out Mo Gilligan, he's done another, you know, different types of rappers. Um, The, the penultimate one, the one he just done before last. I mean, the, the most recent one's good, but the way he did before last, oh, my God, I have been... Wrapping the bars from his spoof. That's how that's how good it is. So good, man. So good. So go check that out. But while I've been just scrolling and just looking at things and not really interact with it, I've been educated. If I said to you guys the word Uncle Tom, like you know, if you called a black man Uncle Tom, what would you think that meant? Sell out someone that you know is playing up for the white man, bit of a coon. Tap dancing, minstrel, type of black man. Yes, sir, boss, yeah, yeah. And Uncle Tom. 
guess what? We've been wrong. Some of you might have known this, but we, we're wrong. That isn't what Uncle Tom is. How about that? Apparently, Uncle Tom was a man who refused to beat black women. Check this out. Okay, Uncle Tom was originally a character from Harriet Beecher Stowe's 1852 novel, Uncle Tom's Cabin. Uh, a Wikipedia outlines, Stowe's melodramatic story humanised the suffering of slavery for white audiences by portraying Tom as a Jesus-like figure who is, un, is ultimately martyred, beaten to death by a cruel master because he refuses to betray the whereabouts of two women who had escaped from slavery. Hmm. And also interesting is the man that Uncle Tom is believed to be largely based on is Josiah Henson. What? Yeah, right. Check this out. Did you know most black folks have heard to use the term Uncle Tom when we refer to a sellout or someone we feel is tap dancing for the attention or acceptance of other races? It has always been used in a derogatory manner to infer that this was the type of person who cozied up with his slave master. But did you know the inference and analogy is totally wrong? Uncle Tom was a man who, ready, refused to beat black women. Uncle Tom was a man who refused to tell on other slaves. Uncle Tom was a man who put, who would put cotton in other slaves' bags at night so they wouldn't get beat. Uncle Tom was a man who helped a hundred slaves get free long before the Underground Railroad. And Uncle Tom was a man that once free established the first labourer school for other fugitive slaves. His name, Josiah Henson, was an author, abolitionist and minister born into slavery in Port Tobacco, Charles County, Maryland. How you got? And he escaped to Canada in 1830. Jesus Christ. Um, so yeah, so stop calling these sellouts Uncle Tom. And uh, so here, so how did it turn into a negative connotation? Here you go. So it was other blacks who turned his name into a negative connotation. New Age blacks of the time felt his image was too passive and not militant enough. And so they started using it in a negative way and declaring Uncle Tom is dead. At the same time, blacks were saying he wasn't militant enough. Whites were in fear of him because of his good nature, stood as a mirror to their evil, demonic ways and shed light on the horrible treatment of slaves. They started banning the plays in books about Uncle Tom's cabin all over the South because of the, how powerful his image was. There you go. So how about that, people? We're going to have to stop using the term Uncle Tom. Or next time you hear someone, you can be that arrogant person who knows something. You've known something for five minutes, but guess what? You've known it for five minutes longer than the person you're talking to, and you can just lord it over them like you're the smartest person in the world. Eh? It's a really good feeling when you're smart and you're also smug with it. It really endears you to other people. Other people like you more. <laughs> Especially if they're really angry about something. So, you know, so if any of your friend who's a black person is really screwing about another black guy and calling them an Uncle Tom, for you know, because the person has really sold them out, just go, well, actually, you know that Uncle Tom was based on Josiah Henson, and uh, Uncle Tom was actually a good guy, yeah. So, uh, just do that, and that, that one, you know, just stop their narrative flow and their fury, and I'm sure they'll thank you for it. <laughs> But um, but in lighter news, some uh, Wahala from the ESM podcast, he sent me this really funny story as well. And there's another one I did see on Facebook um, after. I guess that's how the algorithms work. It was sent to me on WhatsApp, then Facebook showed me in a post. Um, so shout out to everyone who's leaving WhatsApp, though, to join Telegram and Signal. And um, holler at me in, uh, in three years' time when uh, Zuckerberg buys both of those companies and merges them into WhatsApp. You just, just let me know how it goes. Anyway, so Daily Mail, 
back in daddy man white man working in curry factory who was told he couldn't understand recipes by his british asian supervisor and should go and work for an english company wins race discrimination case that noise there is my wife playing music off her phone in the in the background of the pod so can you you can you can hear that pretty loud right all right And we're back. I told her, you doing that shit, Dan? <laughs> nah, she just closed the door. That was all. Anyway, um, so again, white man working for a curry factory was told he couldn't understand the recipes by his British Asian supervisor and should go and work for an English company. Wins discrimination claim. I love this shit. Um, see, with a Daily Mail article, you just need to read the first few paragraphs because they just repeat it and reword it different times. So... Um, a white worker in an Asian food factory who, who was uh, told he didn't understand recipes because of his colour and that he could go and work, that he should go and work for an English firm, has won his claim for race discrimination. When Colin Sorby complained about the stereotypical comments and one of the UK's leading food manufacturers, his shifts dried up and he was effectively fired. The employment tribunal ruled the comments at Muntaz Foods violated product, <laughs> the production workers' dignity. His supervisor, Azim Akhtar thought only British Asians like himself should be allowed to work at the company that supplies meals to Indian restaurants and supermarkets. The hearing was told. Mr Akhtar claims he apologised but the tribunal did not accept this since no disciplinary action was taken against him. Um, there you go. So yeah, so Mr Akhtar was an unreliable witness uh, who was vague and at times evasive. Imagine that. In my own bloody country, be told I can't work somewhere. Um, so no, that is that is flipping hilarious, though, right? Just imagine. But things like, I know that Mumtaz, I know that brand. Where have I seen that? I feel like I've definitely seen that somewhere. But that is wild. See, now I don't know what this Colin bloke's like. Um, but something tells. Well, no, you just never know, do you? He's obviously the victim in this situation. That's how it's being reported. Um, it's going to really get the people going in Middle England as well. But um, obviously, not Middle England. Like, I'm not talking Leicester. <laughs> Bradford. No, not that Middle England. No. Talk about your average white person. Yeah, not, not places where there's lots of Asian people. I imagine this is probably where this incident happened. Listen, I'm going off piece there. What, what I'm trying to say is that... Um, Racial discrimination is wrong, even when the victim is a white guy called Colin. Um, yeah, yeah. It's wild behaviour, isn't it? I mean, oh, I see, look, I, I jokingly said it was Bradford. I didn't even read. Uh, Mr. Silver describes, uh, <laughs> described as white British, was recruited by Bradford Management Services. <laughs> I, just knew, I just knew it had to be one of those places. Where it was just like there's a lot of Asian people because you it has to be for you to feel that bold to say that in the UK that is wild but um imagine imagine my man just like should, should we read the comment should we, should we read just like one Daily Mail comment Let, why are we doing this uh so, so well done mate well done to court um. Well, so yeah, 
So some people are boycotting all restaurants called Mumtaz, but like I said, I'm pretty sure that's just a popular word in whichever language that is. So Urdu, I'm not sure if it's a place, but I'm not sure it's a surname either, but I'm pretty sure there's got to be unaffiliated Mumtazes and they're going to they're gonna feel the wrath of Brexit Britain. <laughs> we ain't eating curries no more. Well, not from this Asian place, go to this Asian place. That's where we're going. It's our national dish. Get out. It's just funny. It's funny that it's revolved around curry as well, right? But um, I don't think anything else has happened in the world um, other than the snow, said. Um, no. Shall we get us some dear Deirdre? And then let's go. Dear Deirdre. Dear Deirdre. Right, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, Jesus Christ. Dear Deirdre, I had fast and furious sex with my husband's pal on the morning of our wedding. Jesus. Uh, Dear Deirdre, I had sex on the morning of my wedding, but it wasn't with my husband-to-be. It was with one of his best friends. I mean, that's good because you're not meant to see your your husband-to-be on the wedding morning. So you didn't break that rule. So... You know, we gotta look have a balanced view on this, right? Um I've never done anything like that before and I'm considering telling my husband because I'm paranoid someone else will. Um no, you can't tell him now. You just gotta ride that horse off the cliff. Uh when that cliff's gonna come, don't know, but you just gotta ride it off. You can't tell him now. You can't even tell him before. Imagine on the morning of your wedding you're told that. What's that? What are you gonna do? Uh, we got married last August, and I've been getting increasingly jittery over the previous weeks, asking myself if I was doing the right thing. We were childhood sweethearts, and I've never slept with anyone else before. Ah! I'm 26, I'm working in a nursery, and he's 27, he's a school caterer. So you are right local people as well. Bet your school and nursery are really close to each other. Jeez. I love him so much, and I'm worried that my moment of madness could ruin everything. On the morning of my wedding, my bridesmaids had gone into town to have their hair and makeup done. Jesus, how how opportunistic was this? Um, while they were out, one of my husband's best friends and groomsmen arrived at my flat to pick up the buttonholes. I could he could see I wasn't myself and asked how I was doing. It all spilled out, and I told him about my worries. I'm just trying to understand how you got from buttonholes to unbuttoning and showing your hole. I'm just trying to understand how you got there. How'd you get there? On your wedding morning. Jeez, um, I can understand you being nervous about getting married, but horny for someone else. On your wedding morning. Not even Max Brannan. Not even Max Brannan would do this. Um, He could see I wasn't myself and I asked how I was doing... It all spilled out and I told him about my worries. He was giving me a reassuring cuddle when I felt the chemistry between both of us shift. Jeez. Before I could catch my breath, he had undone my robe and we were having fast and furious sex in my front room. Jesus. I was in a proper state by the time my bridesmaids returned and my best friend and maid of honor saw there was something wrong. I ended up confiding her. Since then, I have really tried to invest in my marriage. Jeez, so then you already told someone else. I'm pretty sure he hasn't told anyone because he knows he's going to be excommunicated from the group. But you've told someone else, so that's that story's going to just explode at some point. And then while I was completely, while I completely trust my best friend, not to say anything, I'm terrified his mate may let it slip. He won't, he won't, because he'll get punched 
in the neck and he'll keep that to himself. Um, would it be better if I come clean to my husband? No, because it's too late and um, there's nothing you can do about that. There's nothing you could do. Just... This is dreadful though. That's horrible timing. Horrible, horrible timing. I'm I'm surprised your friend. If I was your friend, I, I would want no part in that wedding though. Even though I wouldn't, I wouldn't grass on you, uh, I, I would want no part. I would have to make my excuses, be like, I've got food poisoning. <laughs> I might even lie to you. I wouldn't even tell you that's the reason why I'm not coming. You could tell me that, and then I'm going to say, oh, wow, this this bread. Oh, God, is this bread affecting everyone else like this? I feel so sick. Jesus, uh, don't think I can make it, man. Uh, someone else take my suit, and I... That's if I was your friend. Um, yeah, jeez. Because that guy's getting rushed. But what if he's like... Oh, it depends. I say that guy's getting rushed. If he's the cooler friend, then the rest of the lads might be like, ah, come on, Gary. You know what Steve's like. Forgive him. Plus, he's got all the Sky subscription. Um, right, let's see the next one. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, wow, Jesus. Let's read this one. That don't worry, don't don't adjust your headphones, people. That's that's my wife getting crisps. Are you hitting me up? <laughs> 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 Alright, let's let's find one. Let, let's find you're you're on the pod now because you're crisp noise. So yeah. It wasn't me, it was the crisp. Yeah, but you're you're on the pod. Okay. Alright. It's funny how you can't just admit you want me on the pod. What? Why don't you just say, babe, can you come on the pod, please? I don't mind you being I'd on really the pod. I'd like you to be on the pod. Uh, no, that's happened sometimes. I've been in the car. Yeah. Okay. Because the last time you said it was because I made noise too. I'll get my mum to quote me. Is it? Yep. Anyway. No, so why, why don't you just admit you want to be on the pod? I want to be on your pod all the time. <laughs> why didn't you just say? Why didn't you just say? They were just, <laughs> just coming in the background just making noise. I like just, my voice too. I don't, you don't listen back. I don't, you haven't even listened to any of them you've been on, have you? No. No. So there you go. All right. Um, so this one's called Disgraceful Dad. Okay. Right, my dad makes nasty comments about my Nigerian wife and gives me filthy looks. I don't know what race this guy is. Um, oh, that's sad. I know, because, yeah. Anyway, it might not be because she's Nigerian, so let's carry on. So this is the thing, yeah. It could be anything about her. It could be. Maybe she's horrible. But if this man is Jamaican or Ghanaian, yeah. then it may be because she's Nigerian. It might be. But. Or white. Hmm? He could be Caucasian. Oh no, then that's just her being black, I think, rather than her being specifically Nigerian. Well, let's see, maybe he, had a, <laughs> he could have had a Jamaican ex, which the family were fine with. Let's see. Right, I've been married. I've been married to an amazing woman for six years. Jesus, um, and we are happily, we're really happy together, and only fly 
And the only fly in the ointment is my dad. Um, I'm 28. My wife is 29. She works as a nurse. I'm a taxi driver. However, the way my dad treats my wife has made me cut all ties. Ooh. Um, now we are in another lockdown. He has been in touch saying we should form a support bubble. But his version of a support bubble includes his girlfriend and not my wife. <laughs> uh, dad always makes it clear he didn't like my wife purely because she's Nigerian. Oh wow. Um, he makes nasty comments about her, gives her filthy looks and ignores her when she speaks. Oh. He was fine with my other three relationships, all white women. Jesus Christ. Oh um, I don't want to get involved again, but also feel guilty. I would find it hard to forgive myself if something should happen to dad. Um, I mean, it's easy for me as a black person to say to a white person, fuck your dad. But uh, Why is it easy for you as a black person to say that? Because it's about racism. So your dad's a racist, so fuck oh, your dad. Oh, I see, okay. But, as, ah, but I... as a... <laughs> what about as someone who, who is actually, is actually your, your parent? Yeah, I don't think fuck his dad. I just think he needs to keep him at arm's length. He needs to probably understand that his dad isn't going to change and he shouldn't force his wife to, to have any sort of relationship with, with him. Yeah. Um, he needs to think twice about what's going to happen if and when they have children, whether he wants that influence on his mixed race children. Yep. I'm assuming it's a white guy. But yeah. I would say that him as a grown adult, he's made his choice. He's been married long enough. I doubt his dad's opinion is going to change his his relationship. So he should just be respectful and... and See him as and when. I don't think they need to be that close. Mm. I'd be interested to know what his wife feels about. Because mm. she might be completely unbothered in the sense of, I don't like your dad, your dad don't like me, cool. Yeah. You know, or is is his wife crying to herself to sleep after, you know, they've had interaction with the dad. Yeah. And she's like, oh, he makes me feel like this and that. Like, you know, what, what is happening there? I don't think any sensible person would ask um, their husband to cut their dad off, though. No. So if she's, you know, what's the right word? You know, if she's got any common sense, she would probably just accept that he's going to have some relationship and and she doesn't have to be a part of that, I guess. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Um, all right, let's find, we'll find another one. We'll find a more relationship one. Why? Because you're my wife, so we're in a relationship. Uh, <laughs> did you know? Do you know that? Uh, I don't know if I would have classed myself as in a relationship with you. Was it not? What would you have called it? <laughs> so if someone asked you in the street, are, are you in a relationship? You'd have gone, nah, just, just married. Yeah, I probably would have said, no, nah, I'm married. <laughs> Actually, to be fair, when you tick a tick a tick a box on a form, yeah. it will say single in a relationship, married, civil partnership, cohabiting, married. It's, separate. it's a different thing. Don't say in a relationship, though, does it? No, on not on all forms. No. Some forms is just single or married. But yeah. if, you're, if you're actually ticking a form that's less formal, yeah, it has all those cohabiting, civil partnership, all of those. Jeez. Right. Let's go for this one. Um, I'm my point. No, what, what, what do you mean? <laughs> point was um, kind of, but I, I think we're still in a relationship. Um, 
according to you. Yeah, I think he's I think he's defined as quite a committed relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Being married and, and all that. Um Right, 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 right. Uh, trying to find a good one. Right, I'll 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 give you the titles and you pick which one you want. Okay. Um Dirty Truth. Some mother. Some mother. Yeah, it's S hyphen <laughs> mother. Okay. So some mother or family friction. Dirty truth. All right, here we go. Dirty truth. I know my wife lies about washing her hands and it's putting me on edge. Um, <laughs> dear Deirdre, even though my wife says she washes her hands, I know she's lying. She hardly ever does. I know because I watch her. Uh, she will give her hands a cursory flash under the tap when she first comes in, but never actually uses soap. Um, it's the same when she goes to the toilet. I found, I found it off-putting before, but since COVID-19, it's really put me on edge. I'm 44 and she's 42. Um, I try not to touch anywhere she has been. I hate her touching me and have stopped eating the meals she prepares. <laughs> Um, I have tried to speak to her, but she gets really angry and says that I'm being over the top. Do you think I'm being unreasonable? No, I don't think you're being unreasonable. Um, so are we, it depends because there's different standards of how often someone's expected to wash their hands. But he's mentioned two things, once from coming in from outside and once from... Alright, sorry, let's pause this. Who's knocking on a Sunday? That's weird. You ordered stuff, haven't you? You've ordered. We're back in. What was we saying about um? No, I was just just to recap. I was basically just saying that, you know, some people's level of hygiene is extremely high to the point where they're verging on having OCD. Right. Um, but he's mentioned two kind of important things that she doesn't really wash them when she comes in from outside, and she doesn't wash them after using the toilet. Um, and yeah, not even soap. I mean, I, sexistly, I've always thought that's a guy issue. I don't really know women that are unhygienic. Yeah, I do. do I you? Know, yeah, you know, dirty girl. <laughs> your friends. <laughs> Why are you saying friends? Are you friends? <laughs> no, are you friends? Saying friends. <laughs> I didn't say friends. Family. I said I know people that I right. wouldn't want to eat from. Put it that way. Yeah. Um. Not family. Not family. Fa- all right. <laughs> so anyway, basically. What I think is really bizarre is that she says he's overreacting, but she seems to really overreact when he brings it up. Um, and if you haven't read the data on COVID, then don't know where, she, where she's been living. She needs to wash her hands. I think that's a deal breaker for a marriage, to be honest. She's you, point blank refusing. He needs to say how much it means so, to him. So would you divorce me if I stopped washing my hands? Yeah, if you wouldn't wash your hands. Unless you had a problem, I'd try and get you some sort of therapy. But if you point black said, I don't want to wash my hands, I'm not washing them. I'm not being married to someone's dirty hands. <laughs> what, if, what if I huffed every time I washed my hands? Oh my God, that would get draining. And then what about children? How are you supposed to ever teach your children to be hygienic? Uh, go, go listen to your, to your mum. No. Your obsessive mum. It would be a massive turn off. Especially with food preparation. I totally agree. I wouldn't want to eat the food she's prepared either. Fair enough. Uh, actually, I just thought of a conversation that we had yesterday that I thought was 
<laughs> Good conversation. Me and you? Yeah, uh, oh. about Daddy Lee. <laughs> <laughs> about her song, Ye- Yellowbone. Uh, so if you don't know, Danny Lee is a R&B singer who, uh, sing- who's released a song. Well, it seems like a minute track. It's like a snippet of a song. Um, she's ma- she's dated the baby, uh, the rapper. And it's a song called Yellowbone, celebrating all the light-skinned baddies. Um, however, some people say she can't sing this song because, one, it promotes colorism. Two, she's not a yellowbone or a light-skinned baddie herself. She's a Latina and doesn't have any black in her. And three, the song's trash is what some people have said were the reasons why she can't <laughs> sing this song. You said yesterday... Go on, remind me what I said. You said yesterday that you don't actually care. And she, if she <laughs> wants to call herself a yellow bone, she can because it's not actually a thing. Yeah, a yellow bone isn't a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Number one. Number two, I don't care what she ad- identifies as. If she identifies as a yellow bone, she can be one. Number three, the man that she's talking about in the song that wants the yellow bone can have her. Because any man that's talking about how he just wants a yellow bone, I don't want. And no one else should want, <laughs> to be honest. Um, and I mentioned Cardi B yesterday as well. Cardi B says all the N-words in the world and no one bats an eyelid. Yeah, because she is as black as Cardi B, this Danny Lee, which is not black. Yeah. By, well, she's not black by any def- definition that I know of as black. <laughs> so if, if other people's definition of black is, well, you ain't white. Yeah, you ain't white and you've got black mates, then fine. Then you, you bring it in like your Adam Deacons and stuff as <laughs> as black. <laughs> but, but yeah, I think... Uh, Danny Lee's parents are both Dominican and stuff. I've seen pictures of them. They look like, they basically look like Cardi B's parents as well. Yeah. Because everyone's trying to say, oh, Car- Cardi B is. She gets a black. Yeah, because her dad's from Trinidad. It's like, yeah, but have you seen him? He doesn't look like Brian Lara and he doesn't look, he doesn't even look like an Asian guy from Trinidad. He looks like a, just like a white Hispanic guy from Trinidad. So, yeah. So, I mean, I don't think that we should be celebrating one shade shade over the other um but they, you know we could start nitpicking with a lot of music to be honest what about brown skin girl <laughs> do you think that <laughs> yellow bones felt a bit left out when brown skin girl well, i just think it depends on what you identify as because some people would call me brown some people would say no they're talking about darker skinned women when you're talking about someone brown so i don't know like i don't go around calling myself light, dark, yellow, or anything else. So yeah. I'm just a black woman, and she isn't a black woman. Mm. So she can call herself whatever she wants. She's not calling herself black. Right, I see. So what if she was calling herself brown skin girl? Well, she's kind of brown. I mean, yeah, because if you're Asian, then you can't <laughs> be telling anyone you can't call yourself brown. <laughs> this is what I mean. She's kind of brown. And I don't if you're know like, why people yeah. are so mad. And also... I brought up and we did talk about, talk about the marginalised group yesterday, yeah. like you said. But I just brought up that why are we allowed to celebrate dark-skinned women for being black and beautiful, but light-skinned women can't celebrate themselves? She didn't put black women down yeah. in the song. She didn't say he don't want no black girl, he wants a yellow bone. He just, he just said that, she just said, oh, he wants a yellow bone. Okay. I, that. I understand about promoting colourism, I get that. 
but I don't know why we have to differentiate ourselves so much. Like she's just a she's just a woman. That's a certain shade, and I ain't mad at her for that. Do you care when people um, categorize you as light skin or brown or whatever? I'm always intrigued to find out what people would say about me. Me too. Because I've heard it all. I think if you're comparing me to someone of a darker shade, you're going to say light skin Naomi. Yeah. And if you're talking about me compared to a mixed race girl, you're going to be you're going to be like, oh, it's the black one. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what I mean. I just think. But then at the same time, I guess that I don't have the same experiences of a dark skinned woman. So maybe I don't have as much care because mm. I haven't felt put down because of the color of my skin. Have you, have you never felt um, sometimes like you're not? Have you ever been made to feel like you're not black enough? No. Because of the shade of your skin? Never. Because, like I was saying, sometimes in songs you hear like someone go, oh, the black girl and the light-skinned girl. It's like, wait, but the light-skinned girl's black, so what you... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like when, for example, in a show, people get upset that the black characters mm-hmm. are too light. Even though all the black characters may be fully black, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're like, well, why is there no dark-skinned people in this particular scene or this film or this show? And it's like, well, isn't, well, like isn't the black a person... Prob- yeah, there's a problem with the way that we see beauty. Right. Um. So I, I can totally understand, you know, if there's a whole group of people in a show and they're all of lighter skin tone, yeah, yeah. then I can see the problem there. And, I, you know, you have to think about the reasons why. That doesn't make me as a... I don't even know what to call myself, a lighter-skinned black woman feel any way. Put all the dark-skinned women there. I'm not complaining. Like, I, you know, if it's only dark-skinned women singing and, or yeah. talking or acting, I don't have a problem with that. I think that's, like, the definition of that privilege, I, I suppose, say, isn't it? Because Because I think mm. for me, similar to you, I've never watched anything with... Well, I guess I've never even clocked. I've never clocked anything that has all dark-skinned people... And I might probably clock, oh, yeah, the, these people do seem lighter, but I'm totally unfussed by it. Yeah. It's like I've only, um, I feel like I only noticed there's light-skinned people because I've been told that's an, that's uh-huh. an issue, if you know uh-huh. what I mean? But it's nothing that really touches uh-huh. me or, or affects me. So I think that is the point, isn't it, that I can watch something with dark-skinned people and not really be upset by it at all. Yeah. And then see, I can understand why someone who's darker would be like, all right, again, another show. No one that looks like me. Right, yeah. I mean, the only thing, the only, you know, experience I've had with maybe colourism, or I don't know if we're even going to go as far as to call it racism, is growing up with mixed-race friends or friends, you know, that were, what do you call them, Instagram beige. Yeah, that's that's, that's the colour. If you don't know what Instagram beige is, people, it's anything that's mixed-race, Middle Eastern, Arabic, Latino... That 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 Instagram page that racially mixed ambiguous with anything. Yeah, mix mix of anything, racially ambiguous. Uh you could be very tanned Exotic. white. Very tanned white. Or just very light skinned black. Uh eye colour can range. Um Don't but ne- never never blue though, really. Yeah. Well actually if you're if you if you if your hair looks curlier, then yeah, you can have the blue, you can eyes. Have blue eyes. Yeah, it's true. Totally it's true. Can no, you can definitely have to be doesn't matter what colour eyes. Yeah, it's true. But Instagram beige is okay. the... Okay, now I've forgotten my point. <laughs> right, so I grew up with girls, you know, some who were 
mixed race, some yeah. who were Instagram beige, for example. Mm. And I, I did see a difference in the reaction of, I'm going to say boys, because they definitely weren't men, yeah, yeah. To, to me and to them. There was a lot of excitement. Oh, who's your friend? 100%. You, you know, the one with the curly hair. No, 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 not that one. You know, the one that, um, I don't know, is she Chinese? Like, oh, I don't know where, she, where she's from. Is she mixed race? You know, they were, and then, I guess for me, I, I did start to notice that, you know, there was, a, there was boys were more, like, attracted to my yeah, yeah. friends of light skin tone. But I don't think it ever affected me enough, you know, for me to, to hold on to it. I guess... I always just saw that the guy that liked me was was the one for me. You know, yeah. the, the guy that was super, you know, excited by somebody's skin colour or hair was just... Odd to you. Yeah, just thought it was, was a bit of a... Yeah, I don't know. I think there's definitely an exoticism of it. Because I know you for... I've, yeah, probably speaking honestly, growing up... Mm. Oh, God. Even just hearing the term just like... It's like hearing the term half something was like, ooh, what's, okay. what's mm. that? Just like, you know what I mean? Even if it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm half Jamaican, half. It's like, ooh, <laughs> like, what yeah. is this new thing? Like, what is do it? Kind of that's thing. how most men see it, though. Or do you think they literally care about the the, the colour of your skin and um, your hair? I don't know. Because I know for me, I've... Well that's and... the thing and i'm i'm a geography geek anyway so yeah. hearing someone say even if they're even they're not half anything even if they said oh i'm from cambodia i'll be like that's that's just interesting because i don't know people from that place you want to know you want to speak about what they what language they speak right. what food they eat i don't know if these but i've definitely seen guys who mm. see a girl who they don't know where she's from, ask where she's from, she's like, oh, I'm half this, I'm like half English, half Lebanese, and he's just like, ah, oh, yeah, so do you, like, speak Lebanesian? Like, he doesn't even know anything mm-hmm. about, like, mm-hmm. so you've, you've been Lebanese before, it's like, it's Lebanon, it's like, cool, yeah. mm-hmm. so I can't get your number. <laughs> just like, mm-hmm. he knows nothing about where yeah. she's from, but it's the fact that she's from somewhere new, that is, that that's not, it seems like that's not his norm. I guess I've is... seen that spread though, because for, mm. for me, and I guess I did grow up in a you know a small part of London, but I guess for me, I've seen that grow. Like it was more to do with being mixed race than I'm talking right. about black and white. Yeah. And now you know if you're Lebanese, it's acceptable. Yeah. Now if you're you know I don't know Sri Lankan yeah. and white, you're it's acceptable. Now if you're you know it's 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 become more of a you know, a, a wider pool that is exotic and yeah, that yeah. is attractive. Whereas before it would be like, oh, no, 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 she's, you know, she's Indian or, oh, no, 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 I don't know, she's Pakistani. So it's, you know, yeah. it just would be, a, it wouldn't be as attractive. It's weird, isn't it? Up, yeah, because I think for me, because of where I grew up, obviously in Harlow, Essex, the thing that was is, oh, you're not white because everyone, everyone's white. Right. <laughs> so yeah. it, was, it was just, oh, you're not white. So that mm-hmm. that's interesting to me mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. all my friends were. Whereas, I guess if you're from a, maybe if you, yeah, maybe if I grew up in a predominantly black area, would I've been, oh, you're not black, or would I've just not cared because everyone's like me? So I think you're a bit of a different cat of fish, Darren. To be honest, you personally. Yeah. Um. That's true, but I think you're you're very open in terms of who you would date and what you find attractive. I don't think, I personally don't know many men who are as open-minded 
Right. I think you would be able to see the beauty in a dark-skinned black woman and the beauty in a, in a white woman, you know, and, and judge them based off the same. Whereas some people would be like, no, 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 I only date black women because they're black. And then mm. somebody would say, no, 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 I don't like black women. I only date white women. You know what I mean? When yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I found that confusing when someone will, for I would think, like, I can't think of a celebrity, let's say, I, I'm picking anyone, Jennifer Aniston. So I think she looks good for her mm-hmm. age and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know there's some black guys, but like, she's buzz. She's just, yeah. but I'm just like, but, oh, but, but she's not buzz. I can't mm-hmm. say she's not your type, but like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and vice versa. There'll be like a black woman and white guys, or even some black guys would be like, nah. It's funny what you said about me with white men. What did you say? I can't remember. Oh, what, the white men that you find attractive? Yeah. Oh, you like white men from the ends? <laughs> you like, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> yeah, you. I'm not like you. No, I, can't, yeah. I can't always look at a white man's you know, beauty, shall we say, and, yeah. and, you know, have a fair judgment on that just because I'm so unattracted to white men. That... Yeah, because I was joking, go, you wouldn't be able to find, like, a, a Charles or a Tarquin attractive. But you'd... Tarquin? Yeah, like, even, even though the guy's got, like, a chiseled jawline, nah. just good-looking guy. Oh, whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like, whatever. But now, if this man has a skin fade <laughs> and a shape-up... <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he's like, nah, blood. You'll be like, oh, no, he, he seems he seems nice. He's, he's, he's okay. Yeah, but he has to be good looking as well. Yeah, as well. Yeah. But that's, but that's the thing. It's just like, yeah, it's, I find that, in, I find that interesting because I also find that very interesting, like the flip side when black guys do date interracially, but then when I meet the white woman, I'm like, she's quote unquote like a black girl <laughs> so i'm like why why don't you just get with a black girl then right. if that's your thing that's another, yeah that's another conversation i guess yeah whereas i'm like i understand if you are a black guy from london and then you bring this nice little charlotte from <laughs> yeah <laughs> who, who, who has oh you said nice nice little, little charlotte. charlotte yeah who, why is she nice because she's all like oh hello that's that i'm talking about that kind of nice not physically looking but no, oh, i hello. know but mm. like cakes like Victoria Sponge. <laughs> That's what I'm talking no, but it's about. It's interesting. It's interesting the language that we choose for mm. Little Charlotte. Little Charlotte's nice. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? True, so... true. Oh, it's gross. Sorry, there's something oh, on the TV screen. That is just, that is disgusting. It's like, oh it's like some David Attenborough thing and he's floating ads. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, all right, but he, he brings a Charlotte from the home counties who rides horses and whatever. I'm yeah. like, okay, that's 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 the whitest of white you've brought here. I can yeah. I can understand why you've why that's different. Well, if, yeah, I understand. Yeah, you yeah. see what I mean? Like rather than oh, you've now got a white girl, but she's from the same. Yeah. Yes. But then the flip side, I can also understand that though, in the sense of it. If that's your you, type, then you you go for demeanor. It's like yeah. if I was to date a white man, I'm not going to go for Tarquin. Yeah. I'm probably going to go for... Something that's a bit about your background as well. Yeah. yeah. You have in common with... That. Yeah. So I just... I don't know. It's interesting. I just think... We've gone completely off topic now, but I just think... If you have a type, for example, if you're really attracted to yellow bones, <laughs> yeah. and you're, you're not putting down darker-skinned women in the process, mm-hmm. go for it. That's why I don't have a problem with her song. But if you are talking, of, even as a woman, if you're talking about being yellow-boned and comparing yourself, you know, yeah. saying that you're better than somebody with darker skin or 
thicker here, mm -hmm. then that's when the problem occurs. And it's yeah. like that video we saw the other day. Which one? The... There was a light-skinned girl with her darker-skinned friend. Oh, yeah, where they're in the supermarket. Yeah. And so it's going to snatch off her wig. Yeah, whatever. my issue was, yeah, you look nice. Video yourself. Cool. Like, you can be whoever you want to be, but you don't have to put your friend down for yeah, yeah. for her hair underneath her wig. Like, yeah. I and that. I think that was classic feeling nice because you're of a lighter skin tone, which, yeah. is, which is a problem. I think a lot of light-skinned light women have been put on a pedestal. But I'm not mad, whereas I think some people are mad. Right. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I can I can acknowledge it, but then I guess, like I said again, it's not affecting my day to day life. I just think dance women just need to choose who's right for them, and they'll be fine. They'll feel beautiful every day. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. We can't change the the media, but it is our job to, when we have children to to change their mindset. Yeah, I just said. Yeah, so I definitely think. Uh, no, I'm not definitely. I definitely would pull up our kids if they said anything that I thought was oh my gosh I'll be so embarrassed yeah anything like about skin like toned oh, I'd be like what where the hell has this come from god and I would embarrass them and, and make them face their darkest skin relative and be like tell them what you said <laughs> I would I would I would you're gonna be dark skin for a week now but I'm like that's not a punishment <laughs> that's the shittiest punishment <laughs> no yeah just like yeah, because that's, that's the thing as well. I, 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 I guess it is all about individual upbringing, but for me, like... But again, yeah, our kids, we don't even know what colour our kids will be. No, because it's, it's always the luck of the draw with black people anyway. And I think, yeah, I just find it so strange because like, I just grew up with cousins, aunt, uh, aunties and uncles. It was just different shades and hues. So I was like, black's black, isn't it? That's just all I thought. Mm -hmm. So I, I never grew up with this dark skin, light skin. It's only like since only when I got to uni and after uni, and even probably even more so from doing comedy, is when people really started describing me by my skin tone. Do you think it's a bit of a London thing? I think definitely. And people try to draw me in to mm. that. And I'm like, that's just not my thing, guys. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't get it. It's because like, oh, you're light skin. Duh, duh, duh. I'm like, I've. And I and I'd be like I'm not, and it's like what are you talking about? You're not light skinned. But well, I've never really walked around with that idea in my head that I'm mm. light skinned. I've always been black. Yeah. I've, I've always been identified as you're definitely you're not white like everyone else in your friendship group. <laughs> you're yeah. the black guy. No one's gone. Oh yeah, you you're white mates and and the light skinned fella there. <laughs> it's the black guy. Exactly, Who's yeah, that black right. guy? So for me, I'm like I'm black. So I'm not going to then look at a dark skinned guy come into the equation and be like. Me and him are different. I'm like, bruv, me and you are the same. So yeah. uh, we're in this shit together. I think. Interesting. So, I wonder how light-skinned men feel, as in I'm talking about, like, mixed-race men. Yeah. You know, because they, I guess they're the ones who started off being the original light skin, weren't they? Like, yeah. Like, if we're talking about maybe a few curls on the top of their head. I talk about being the, the desirable yeah, Devontae. People that, using that, those. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really gone now. Yeah, it's to the point where I feel always sorry for those like because it's like <laughs> because the narrative. Time. Yeah, because it's like it's that the narrative is like these guys are moist, they're gay, yeah, they're that's soft. True. It's mm, just like so yeah, now it's yeah. Doing light skin eyes, posing them for a selfie. So now it's like my man's just there trying to live his life. It's like he's just there. He, 
I'm sorry, I've got green eyes. Yeah, <laughs> like, or think he's too nice. Or, yeah. yeah. He's like, nah, I've just, it's just me, isn't it? Yeah, so it's funny how fashion changes. And, you know, mm. it's, fashion's probably set to change again. And as much as Instagram beige is, is in right now, let's see what comes next. Well, we're talking about, like, women in, like, because guess like music videos, we was last night when we was just watching nineties. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Music videos and stuff, and we were saying like, did women just look so mm-hmm. different? Mm-hmm. Different. Sh- I I've I clocked different shades of women. Yeah, they were loads. But all just seemed slim. Yeah, very. Like slim. it wasn't the thing to be that you know big back, <laughs> like, no. big boot, thick legs. Just natural. Yeah. Yeah, it was just natural women just. Some had uh, some had relaxed hair, some had wigs, some had natural hair. Some had braids. Some had braids. It was just like whatever. Just I didn't get... see much natural hair though. It wasn't much um, natural hair. Actually, no braids, not yeah. afro. This is afro. No, it's no, true. No, there wasn't really any natural hair. True. But you know. But I, yeah. Yeah, they all they all did look look um, similar. I'll say they all yeah. look similar. They were all slim. So it'd be interesting yeah. if you were a girl with a thicker shape. Would you have made it Probably back not. Then. Probably not. Give your fair ass off the video, yeah, mate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but yeah, I was saying, oh gosh, I look at all the six packs. And I was thinking at least you could kind of aspire to look like them back in the day. But no, you can't aspire to look like any of these women unless you want to go get a BBL. But you say that, but then like you said, what, if, what about the curvier women then? Would have been like, I, I can't get that slim. Mm, mm-hmm. Not naturally. Yeah, like, yeah I, not I can't. Mm, I can't get that slim. It's impossible for you to get that slim. Mm-hmm. I, I guess that's where the swings are roundabouts is, isn't it? Because then some. What is thick though? Huh? What is thick? Thick. It's going to be controversial now. It's thick overweight. I've got a different definition of thick to, I think, the general definition. So the general definition, I would look at someone like that and go, yeah. they are technically overweight. Well, this is the thing. But yeah. then someone's like, nah, she's thick. You just can't handle women like that. It's like, cool. All right. But... <laughs> yeah, good for, good yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're BMI's over a certain amount, I don't care how much, how many men find you attractive. You're overweight. But that's the thing. I think it's... I think the reason why we struggle with that is because of how loaded words like overweight and fat are. In the sense of, so... But some because some loaded. overweight fat whatever but so we use words like thick because it's like we can't reconcile in our heads i find this person attractive overweight yeah but i don't find overweight people attractive so therefore <laughs> i've created a new word and it's called thick nah, nah, and I she's don't know. not she's not overweight she's thick i don't know because the like, way you carry it because you could be overweight and fat and yeah we can we can differentiate between an, a fat person and someone who's thick um, but, some, but some thick people are fat and yeah, overweight. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But, but there's nothing wrong with that. They're still attractive. No, no, that... there's nothing wrong with it. But there is a dif- there is a difference. Hmm. There's definitely a difference. Nah, I've, I've seen. I don't know. Who's that one you like? Oh, oh, oh. what's, what's this? <laughs> what? You watched what? that show the other day. What's who? Lizzo. What's her name? Lizzo. Yeah, I like her as a person, not yeah. A, right. yeah. So just it's all right. <laughs> no. So Lizzo, she, wait, she's fat. Yeah. Now someone like um, Ashanti is thick. Yep. But I'd be interested to see what she's she... probably got a bit of weight on her now. Yeah, but I'd be interested to see what she looks like in real life. 
Ashanti? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Because, I think, because a lot of these people are, who are thick mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. are actually small people. You see what I mean? Right. So their curves look more accentuated because if you actually meet her, she's probably like 5'3". Uh, five. So it's this kind of, okay. oh, look how thick she is. But if you used to see her in person, she's actually quite a small person. Mm-hmm. See what I mean? And then, mm. whereas if you put that, if you put those kind of dimensions on a bigger woman, the woman who's like five seven, five eight. Mm-hmm. She's now a size sixteen, or she's you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm about to do some exercise today, you know. Because <laughs> 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 just highlighting some of my laziness. Ah <laughs> uh, dear, right. Here's said to the pod, just under an hour. Good. Well, thanks oh, for joining me on the pod. It's been a pleasure, as always, Darren. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. All right, that's, that's the end of the pod. That's episode 208 of Gris Brain Dump. Wow. Yeah, no, what, you, you impressed by how many episodes? I'm really impressed because I think um, it's nice to archive it and I can listen to your voice whenever I miss you. <laughs> what? I'm only laughing because... <laughs> You just wouldn't do that. If you died, I would. Oh, that's true. Let's hope I don't die and yeah. you don't have to do that. <laughs> that's the other part. Peace. <laughs>